We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Theological Thursday. We're going to talk about praise and worship. You ready? Let's go. Come on. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there for all my social media. Thanks a lot for tuning in, especially on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. You see me throwing my sideways peace sign at you, so thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV, stands for D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well, so thanks for hanging with me. Well, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays. Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone-In Fridays, anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow is fair game. Over the weekend, we have a special weekend edition for you on Saturdays from 3 to 3.30, so make sure you check us out then. If you're not tired of me, you can always worship with me on Sundays. I'm at Bridgeway Community Church. You can find out more information at bridgeway.cc. Speaking of Bridgeway Community Church, I have the worship director of Bridgeway Community Church hanging out with me in the studio today. We're going to be talking about this topic of praise and worship. My special guest, who I'll introduce after we pray, is Minister Ronald Green, and you'll learn more about him as well. My question that I want to throw out at you is, what is the difference between praise and worship to you? Give me a call. Give me your thoughts on that, 888 888- Four three two seven four three four. What is the difference between praise and worship to you? And also, what kind of praise and worship experience connects with you most? And what kind of praise and worship experience connects with you least? And here's the good news. We get to talk to someone who's been doing it uh, for over 15 years right here at the church where I am, this uh, lead pastor, senior pastor, founding pastor, Bridgeway Community Church. So I'm really excited to talk to Minister Ronald Green because guess what? You get to talk to someone who you say, you know what? If I could speak into you, if I could say this is the kind of worship experience that really connects with me well, guess what? You can say it to him. 
<laughs> so there you have it. All right. So come on, let's open in a word of prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity we have to communicate and connect theologically, biblically, even personally with regard to praise and worship. Thank you, Lord, that you're worthy of all of our adoration and we lift up your name and pray for my brother, uh, Minister Ronald Green, and the time we have to talk about this topic for every listener, wherever they are, whether they're driving or uh, whether they're uh, sitting in front of uh, their radio somewhere or online. We just want to thank you so much for each one of them. Cover them now in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of us. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. There you can find out all kinds of information on the different uh, organizations that are connected to us, as well as you, there's an email address you can connect with me off the air that way. If there's any way we can help your organization, whether it's a profit, nonprofit, church, uh, university, whatever it may be, with regard to diversity, equity, inclusion, well, make sure you go to gracismglobal.com. Minister Ronald Green, he's a worship director, and he loves to uh, touch people and help change their lives as he introduces and ushers them into the presence of God through worship. He's been a champion and coach for multicultural ministry for over a decade. And here at his home church, Bridgeway Community Church in Maryland, uh, Minister Ronald Green has worked on staff for over 15 years as a leader in the worship ministry. He also is a graduate of Hampton University and was commissioned as a licensed minister here at Bridgeway Community Church back in 2016. He has two young children and a wife, Miss Penny, and she's a part of the ministry here. One of his favorite quotes is, one moment in the presence of God can change your life forever. forever. That's <laughs> right. What's <laughs> happening, Minister Ronald Green? What's happening, Pastor? How you doing? Good. It's good to have you it's in front of here. the microphone, not leading worship, but having a conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I am excited to talk about this. Well, first of all, we, let's get to know you a bit. <laughs> uh, you first found your passion in music when you were just a young kid. Is that right? That's that's exactly right. Um, so I took some piano lessons before I've been in church. I'm like one of those church boys. I've been in church all my life. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, you know, played the piano, played the drums, led worship. I, I was a part of one of those churches where you had to do everything. Right. So um, I know all the facets of church and being in there and being in startup churches and things of that nature. But it wasn't until I came to Bridgeway Community Church that I was introduced to this whole multicultural um, aspect of worship, which was beautiful. Mm. And um, I got a chance to get in here. I got a chance to learn. And I also got a chance to be built up to the point of leading. So um, just want to, before we go any further, thank you for the opportunity for that. Well, praise the Lord. Yeah. That excites me. So you came from uh, the traditional black church experience. Yes, sir. Yes, so what sir. excites me is that somebody comes into the ministry here and then as you're exposed to multiculturalism, being able to expand from right. the black church uh, context, was it difficult for you to do that? And then how does one how does one do that? You've lived this experience. It can't be easy hmm. or can it be interesting? So uh, in my opinion, now, this is my opinion. I do believe that because of the uh, the example that I had, even in my experience in the music in the black church, it actually was so diverse in the black church where I was actually able to dip into other cultures. Uh -huh. Now, um, 
maybe in other cultures it might be a little difficult. And uh, even in uh, worship, they say, oh, my gosh, if you do gospel music, that's really, really hard. But if you start with gospel music, going to others are not as difficult. So gospel music is more difficult to play um, instrumentally. Is that what you're saying than maybe some of the other genres? That's what I hear. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So then uh, what would be a good gospel music, a musician that we can put a face to? Who who would fall into that category? I know there are many, but... Would, would Kirk Franklin fall into that category, or is there somebody Most else? Most definitely, yeah. So Kirk Franklin is definitely one of the one of the top there, um, and it, one of who I would say is one of my mentors. Uh, you would have like your Israel Houghtons, okay, who, who is uh, who bridges the gap really in that um, CCM and gospel when okay. we're talking about um, contemporary Christian music. That's what CCM um, stands yeah, for. That's what CCM stands for: Conte- contemporary Christian music. And when so, we say gospel, we mean black gospel as a opposed to like the country gospel type right. thing yeah there's right. southern gospel southern, there uh-huh. um but you're, you're talking about like black gospel, black gospel. music so you, you're talking about your richard smallwoods um one of my mentors and uh even spiritual the fathers of uh, guy robinson like you you're okay. talking about some of these people who have literally paved the way um your uh i mean you, the list goes on and okay on so there's yeah. pictures of that and yeah. then what about on the let's go to the white side for a second okay what would be a a, a face of a really great uh, contemporary Christian music that my listeners would be like, as soon as you say their name, they're like, yes, I've really connected to God because of them. What would be a couple? So like you, a Chris you, Tomlin, would he fall Chris, into that? Uh, that would be number one, Chris Tomlin. Okay. Um, you also have your Phil Wickham's. Uh, okay. You, you always have your Mercy Me's and things Mercy like that. Mercy Me, yeah, yeah, right. Casting crowns and okay. things of that nature. Yeah. Gotcha. So then yeah. this gives our listeners now sort of a picture yeah. then where they come from. And, and while these genres of music right. have touched our worship experience, if we've been in sort of the white church or if we've been in sort of the black church, then you come into a multicultural church. And now all this begins to formulate together. When we get back from our commercial break, mm-hmm. let's talk about when those two streams begin to flow together mm-hmm. and into the river. And then let's throw in some Hispanic spice in there. This is going to be well fun. Some Asian <laughs> uh, spice in there and flavor in there. And let's see what that all looks like like yep. friends it's real talk with dr david anderson praise and worship what kind of praise and worship experience connects with you most or at least give us a call 888-43-BRIDGE have you ever listened to real talk with dr david anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on marriage mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays. Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know, because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. encouraged or do you know someone that needs encouragement dr david anderson has compiled his sermon series be encouraged into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others for a donation in any amount we'll send you a signed copy of the book to make your donation visit andersonspeaks.com click on the donate button and we'll send you your copy today That's fine. 
inside to the other, under one roof, from the inside out. It's It's Best Buy waterproofing and Best Buy design build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your old house is our business. Best Buy. Today is Theological Thursday. Join the conversation and call in at 888-432-7434. And now back to the show with your host, Dr. David Anderson. That's me all day long. David Anderson live in the nation's capital. We're talking about praise and worship. What kind of praise and worship experience connects with you the most or the least? What do you like? And what's the difference between praise and worship? Mm. To help us out today, Minister Ronald Green, the worship director uh, at uh, Bridgeway Community Church. He really is the worship arts director. He oversees the entire worship arts ministry, which includes uh, more than just the music, but that's very important. What else does worship arts include, Minister Ronald Green? So worship arts includes not just music, but you're talking about your tech, uh, your AVL, which is audio, visual, and lighting. Um, in addition to what makes Bridgeway actually unique is we focus on the arts. So we we've, we would have like a, a production. In fact, coming up in Christmas, if you guys have nothing to do, uh, why don't you come join us for our Christmas Eve service on, uh, what is it, December 23rd, 24th, oh, yeah, yeah, 24th um, on that Sunday. We're going to have a wonderful Christmas service with a production, and um, it's going to be great. This is some of the things that is the heart of Bridgeway. So, right, yeah. right. And so much so that it's not just on the special holidays, but you could come on any random Sunday and there's right. going to be a drama, a spoken yeah. word, a, a video production, something, a dance. But there's the, the mm. all the different forms of art, maybe somebody painting on the stage, but you're right. trying to leverage and harness the arts for God's glory, right? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, when, when we talk about worship, we, we're literally talking about different forms of worship because everybody thinks about singing, but it's so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And people don't even realize that, you know, whatever you're ascribing worth to God with, that is what you're worshiping him with. Interesting. So, yeah. 888-43-BRIDGE, 888-432-7434. What do you think about praise? and worship and what's the difference for you ronald you said that worship then is not just singing right so let's define what worship is and what praise is interesting so it's funny when i was growing up all i heard was worship was slow music praise was fast music right and it's not that it's (laughs) and it's funny because people say oh trying to be deep oh it's not that it's not just slow music and fast music but i actually think that they might have had something going on there because the difference really between praise and worship i would say is one word and that's intimacy Mm -hmm. at the end of the day okay so we have you have a bio for me, right? right? Dr. Anderson, mm-hmm. you have a bio for me. You can read that and people can clap for me. That's praise. Uh-huh. But if I took that bio 
balled it up and threw it away, you could actually still tell people about me. Why? Because you know me. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Praise, you can actually praise something that you don't have intimate relationship with. Interesting, right? But worship, it actually calls, it, it calls for a certain intimacy. That's why when they say it's slow music, because sometimes we associate slow music with intimacy. Uh-huh. And you can actually get more into the song when you have a closer and more intimate relationship with your creator. Interesting. So when you slow down, you actually are connecting at a deeper level. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. Eight 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 four three bridge is our number. If you want to connect with us about this particular topic, how important is praise and worship to you? And by the way, church wise, uh, minister Ronald green, um, that is a portion of a service that yeah. a lot of people really, really love. Uh, and then there's the word. A right. lot of people really, really love that. But is that amazing one? Is it an amazing one two punch if you get the worship and the word right together? Well, it's it's so interesting when you get the worship and you and I have talked about this before. There is something supernatural happening when both you have literally the worship that you send Judah first, like literally comes in before to pave the way. Then you can actually get that word like a two edged sword and cut through some certain things. Deliverance happens when you have the two united there. Interesting. So what does worship do for the atmosphere? Praise and worship. What is that doing even before the word comes? Because clearly I could say, good morning, everybody. Walk right up on stage at the beginning right. of service. Good morning, everybody. Please turn into your Bibles to this passage. And that would be fine and people would get the word. Right. But when you have that praise and worship uh, preceding yeah. this word, what is it doing in the atmosphere? Well, it's funny. One of the things I love to do with you is we go out to eat, right? Mm -hmm. And you have what you call your appetizers. Your appetizers are actually designed to be very flavorful. Why? Because they open up your palate mm -hmm. so that when you consume the main course, you can actually appreciate it a little bit more. Mm. That's a little bit about like what praise and worship is. It opens up your palate so that when the word comes, you can actually appreciate the meat of the word. Gotcha. So in addition to that, you, you're talking about music uh, let me ask you this. How how many movies do you know without a score up under it? Right. And if you, if it doesn't, it's probably very boring to you. Probably very boring because it actually it's it's a part of the spirit. When we talk about spirit and in truth, let's say the truth is the word of God. Right. The spirit is the thing that flows. A lot of times you need to know what atmosphere you're in by the flow of the music and flow of the spirit even in praise and worship segments of the service. So you do need a musician who actually knows how to feel. 100%. The, where the music is supposed to go yeah. in the atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it, it goes back to the bio. You can read all you want to and know things about me, but to have that intimate relationship with me, it you can ball that up and say, okay, let me just tell you what I actually actually experienced with Ronald today in our meeting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I can tell you a little bit more about his personality. When you want to know, and I feel the Holy Ghost now, when you want to know about mm -hmm. the personality of our God, of our creator, you need to get into the flow of worship because that's when he starts introducing himself to mm -hmm. you. 888 
432-7434. So off the bio, can I tell you that uh, <laughs> off the biographical sketch Come is what he's now. talking about, <laughs> can I tell you that Ronald Green is a leader, he's a man under submission, he's a man uh, that walks with God, he cares for people a lot, he's not a superstar uh, personality, he really does enjoy lifting up other people who also can utilize their gift and like one person said to me in private he makes you better hmm. so there you go that's, that's not cool. i didn't write that off i didn't read that off the biographical that. sketch that <laughs> just happens to be uh, a pastor who knows you and other people who know you as yeah. well so then what how important is it for the relationship between a pastor and a worship director because that has been a problem in churches for years when that relationship's not right. Oh, right. Okay. So it's, so it's when we talk about even um, the story of Lucifer, you know, they say that Lucifer was uh, clothed with emeralds on him and uh, they would be shining. And this is one revelation I heard someone say, which I thought was beautiful. What he was trying to do was be the light. It is not it wasn't his job to be the light. It was his job to reflect the light. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of worship leaders, a lot of people in music ministry, <clears throat> because we're on a stage, we're on a platform. Mm -hmm. Some of us got lighting and all that stuff. We get it confused sometimes. And then we try to be the light. It is actually not our job to be the light. It is our job to reflect the light that comes from the source, which is God and mm. his spirit. Mm. So at the end of the day, it is really important. Also, we, we have this uh, word that we say in church, minister or pastor. Um, it's literally meaning a servant. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of us get that mixed up. Mm -hmm. Like it, what we are to do is serve. You cannot lead anyone if you're not submitted to someone else. I don't want anyone leading me if they're not submitted to someone else. Mm -hmm. So I need to I need to be submitted to the mission of not only this place, but also this man. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm under this roof, which is Bridgeway Community Church, I have to be submitted to the vision, mission, and values of this house. It's very, very important. Then what you have are two different visions. And when you have two different visions, what do you call that? Division, right? Yeah. Right, right. 888-432-7434. And so it's so important for the pastor and the worship leader uh, to be in sync uh, together. Uh, maybe you're a worship leader and you're listening to us today. Uh, maybe you need some encouragement along the way. Mm. Give us a call. Uh, Minister Ronald Green would love to be an encouragement to you. Maybe you're a pastor uh, and, a, and a minister at a church and, and you're struggling with maybe someone in the music ministry and you just need some encouragement. Again, uh, we have a special guest with us today on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and that is Minister Ronald Green. He is the Worship Arts Director for Bridgeway Community Church, and he has worked on staff and in this ministry as a leader in worship for 15 years. And uh, Minister Ronald Green, is always good to have you yeah. with us. Would you mind taking some phone calls? Let's do it. Let's start off with Richard in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hello, Mr. Richard. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm very good in yourself. Oh, alive and grateful, my friend. Thank you for calling. What are you thinking? Absolutely. Well, so I was born Jewish. Uh, my wife uh, was Catholic, and my boys 
we had them going to a Christian uh, elementary through high school. Hmm. And somewhere along the line, every now and then, we would go to that church. Before, we were going to the Catholic church, which I always liked what I heard. And then we went to their church where also a musician, and it just it made me instantly feel at home and the message I got was, I felt was a little bit more pertaining to uh, my life and, and life in, in general. And then over time, I told my wife that I wanted to be baptized. Mm. And uh, eventually I got baptized. She got re-baptized because being Catholic, she was baptized when she was too little to know she got baptized. Right. But yeah. I would say that it was music that just made me feel so comfortable wow. that it made me want to keep coming back. Wow. What amazing testimony that is, Richard. And I really appreciate you calling to share that uh, with us. And, and we glad that, we're glad that music made you feel like yeah. you were at home. God bless you, sir. Thank you. And and I'm a partner at Bridgeway. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's wonderful. What's I didn't up, know Bridget? that. I love it. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. We've... we've, we've we we've talked before. It's just, been, right. it's just been a while. I was I was out sick for like a month or so from COVID. Well, but, uh, praise the Lord. We, we have spoken. We have spoken about music in the past. How about it? I love yeah. it. Hey, listen. I'm going to run to this commercial break. Thank you, Richard. Okay. Jewish man, Catholic wife, kids in Christian school. Music made him feel like home. Love it. We'll be right back. Parents, leaders, and educators, New Beginnings Leadership Center presents Jesus at Work 2023 on Saturday, December 2nd at the Sheraton Pentagon City Hotel in Arlington, Virginia. Jesus at Work 2023 is a seminar parents, leaders, and educators will not want to miss. It's all about the children, but it starts with you. Register to join Racinia Moyer, along with Star Parker, CEO of Cure, and Jonathan Alexander, Senior Attorney of Liberty Council, for interactive discussions about the impact of education policies coming against our Christian values. What to expect? Understand education policies and how they affect our children and Christian values. Know your rights as parents, leaders, and educators, and get direct access to resources. Where will our children be in five years? Will they be messed up, confused, fearful? What are the alternatives? Now is the time for parents, educators, and leaders to activate God's power and promises and apply biblical solutions to address these challenges. Register today at newbleadership.org. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, more than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Need a plumber? Need drain cleaning? Toilets not working? Call A-Action for Plumbing. Our plumbing team is awesome and clean. Call 703-922-1900. PowerPoint with Jack Graham is on Life-Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. Weekday mornings at 930. More than a 1,000 chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year, totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. 
Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, an evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group, because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. And welcome to the second half of the program. A big shout out to Leslie Lightfoot Anderson, Lucy Reyes Blair, and uh, Daryl Musgrove, and Prince. Uh, let's see, Prince. Let's see. How do you say your name here? Prince Sayon Awaha. Love it. How'd I do? How'd I do, Prince? Let <laughs> me know. Thank you for being on my Facebook page. I really appreciate uh, your conversations there. Also on YouTube, uh, thank you there as well. Today we're talking about praise and worship. And so I've got a special guest, uh, Minister Ronald Green. He's a director of Worship Arts Ministry at Bridgeway Community Church, where I'm the founding pastor. And it's a joy to have him uh, in front of the microphone in the Real Talk studio with me. We're talking about the difference between praise and worship. What is the difference between praise and worship to you? Hmm. And uh, what kind of worship experience do you really connect with God uh, better? You know, everybody may connect differently. And uh, we talked to Richard before from Silver Spring. He says he's Jewish, his wife, Catholic, Christian uh, uh, school for his children. And he came into church and the music in the church has really made him feel like he was home. Uh, Minister Ronald Green, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. How does music make somebody feel like they're home? Um, it's funny. It's uh, I think like there's two things. Number one, food. And number two, music. Like it's, it's so much embedded in our culture mm -hmm. that it only takes one sound to actually permeate our hearts. And then we are driven right back to some place in our past. It could mm -hmm. be a negative experience, but it also could be a very positive experience. Mm -hmm. um, literally, we can, music is everywhere. The, the way in which I am talking now is mm -hmm. actually music. When it, Dr. Anderson, let me just put some out there for everybody all in the world to, to, to know. One thing that I notice even in our conversations, sometimes as a musician, I'm a creative. I get loud sometimes. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that Dr. Anderson does is when I'm getting loud in his office, what he will do is then bring his voice down so I can bring my voice down. That I do is, that? Yeah, you do. <laughs> that is the power of music. That is mm. the power of tone. So if, like, if one person is up here and you literally want to change the atmosphere, 
just see what you can do even with your tone. That's all about music. Mm, that's very interesting, isn't it? So a person can feel like they're home when they connect to a sound yeah. that feels like uh, something connected to their being, yeah. to their culture. And you're right, food and music really help to define what uh, the feeling of home, the feeling of culture is like. What well, what does it feel like for you to connect with music, to connect with praise and worship? Mm. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. The phone number here is 888-43-BRIDGE. We've got Deborah. She's on the road in Washington, D.C. Uh, let's take her call. How are you today, Miss Deborah? I am blessed this day, Pastor Anderson, and your topic is blessing me as well. Mm-hmm. Hello, Minister. How you doing? I am. I'm doing well. Just <laughs> very, very excited. Know a lot about this through experiences. Um, I'm the grandchild of the music director at the church that I grew up with. Uh, and at the time, my grandmother was a music director. Uh, she even had for the children's choir when I was six years old. Uh-huh. That was my first experience with doing the instrument in church. Uh, she was a keyboardist, and she taught all of her children and grandchildren to play mm-hmm. bass. Yeah. Nonetheless, um, I understood by working with her and being with her so much that there's the poems that are expected and the uh, instruments, and there's also the, like you said, Pastor, the relationship between the two. Yes. But once you hit it on the head, Minister Green, that is the intimacy that we have to go for with our Father, with our Lord and Savior. That because praise is anybody at any time can do that, but everybody can't worship. And so, yes, we need the music to help us get there because it helps to um, break up that solo soul, break up the heart, break up right, the heart right. for the word, what? and thereby enriches, enriches, that enriches the worship service, but it enriches the person. Uh, congregate who knows that now they're actually communing with their father and their Lord and right. Savior right. because yes. they got into the worship. Now that takes me to Bible study because that's what I end up becoming Bible teaching. Okay, so okay, the music incorporated during music before Bible study because of that very same reason. We would have a 15 minute time for some worship, for some praise and worship. Right, so right. that we get ready for learning the word and study. And it enriched all the class. Thank yeah. you so much, uh, Miss Deborah. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to call us while you're driving. Be careful out there, okay? Yeah. God's good. Blessings Y'all to keep you. You got it. You know, um, she talks about uh, breaking up the fallow ground. Yeah. What does that mean, Minister Ron? Oh, my goodness. It, we, we really literally talked about that. <laughs> But I love it because it, it brings me back to even like my childhood. And, right. and it's like um, it's it's one of those things where whenever you want to plant something in soil, you need to break it up first so that you can literally go down deep into the soil so it will sprout. So up. that word is the seed that needs to get down exactly. in the soil. So then is the worship that the tool that's really breaking up that ground? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You it. Anytime you want to change someone's mood or something, put put a melody to it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime you want to open up someone's spirit, put a melody to it, literally. And so that's why even with David in the Bible, 100%. music was utilized to really change the heart, change the atmosphere, change the spirit. Even if evil spirits were around, when David would sing, that would somehow calm the heart of the king, wouldn't it? 100%. It's 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 one of those things where it's, it's what God has placed on in this life and on this earth as a gift to us, the gift of music. And sometimes because a lot of times we can't control it, we get scared of it. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, when we come back from our commercial break, let's talk about uh, how can music actually be a distraction? Mm. Is there a way that music moves to the point of it's no longer breaking the fallow ground, <laughs> but it can actually be a distraction oh boy. to uh, trying to get that seed in there? And, and how long should it go? We're mm. coming right back, y'all. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of racism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Gracism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, we're here to help you bring the power of racism into your life and leadership today. Visit racismglobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of racism. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass. And you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. 
Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Lucy says on our YouTube page, this conversation reminds me of dynamic ministries that were saddled with the modern versus traditional music conflict. And they lost their cohesiveness and eternal testimony. Thank you, Miss Lucy, uh, for that. Uh, for the rest of you on my social media, on uh, Facebook as well, thank you for uh, being tuned in there and for all of your comments there. And uh, Sylvia Maynard says, tone, melody, harmony. Yes, Leslie Lightfoot Anderson says, Minister Ronald and the BCC, meaning Bridgeway Community Church worship team, is the absolute best always oh. always a blessing to experience this ministry lucy uh, reyes also shouts out uh ronald green he's amazing oh my goodness uh, and so uh thank you so much as well as uh, janice uh, fonseca has several comments on there as well and so uh ronald i, I think you got a lot of people who are really uh happy with the way you uh lead worship how's that make you feel as a worship minister that's really really humbling to me to be honest with you um i because i know and i'm not just saying this like this i am one person in the midst of a, a large group of people who do an excellent job at ushering people into the presence of god and um it's it's humbling and I'm grateful that I get a chance to do it with so many people. When, when can it be distracting? When can music, worship, praise, whatever, when can it be distracting where you're trying to usher people into the presence of God? Some of us have seen it turn left, yeah. uh, maybe in some of our churches or uh, maybe at conferences or whatever. But it seems like, man, mm -hmm. you know, things are great. And then all of a sudden they're not. Are there two or three things that you might be able to say, you know what, <laughs> that can really turn into a yeah. distraction instead of really helping people move toward worship. It's it's funny. Okay, so I am going to be as G or PG as I can okay. right now, okay? So if I am having a date night with my wife um and we're we're not going to choose to play Coco Melon on our date night. Because Coco Melon, do you know what that is? I really don't. Okay, that's it's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, maybe somebody's like me. What's Coco Melon? <laughs> so I, I, I have a four and a six year old. Coco Melon is on. So it's one of those a kids, kids show. Yeah, it's okay. a kids show. Okay. So it, I'm, what I'm not going to do is play Peppa Pig or Coco Melon during date night. Uh -huh. In fact, it is it has been on the TV, and we're like, we got to turn that off uh -huh. because that literally interrupts the flow of the atmosphere that we're trying to make. I got. It. And got here's you. the thing: in a service, in a church service, the the same thing could happen. One missed note, one missed uh, cue could literally shift the atmosphere in a second. Mm -hmm. You can you can literally have something that will take you and distract you for the rest of the service because of something that happens. And it's not to put a whole bunch of pressure on people, but just to know that it's not just about getting everything right. It's about being in tune with what the spirit is doing. It's almost more uh surrendering than it is doing mm -hmm. so 
it, yes, it can be a distraction 100%. If if we're in a worship moment, then all of a sudden you get drums that bah, 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 it can be a distraction because we're not there in that moment yet. We're uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. we're not there in that moment. We have gone from that moment and people in worship uh in church folks, we have this uh term that comes straight out of the Bible. It's called Ichabod. Literally meaning the spirit has departed. Right. It's like one of those things where okay, we're in the spirit now and something happens and it could be someone who's tired of music who comes in and literally stops the flow of something and we can say Ichabod oh my gosh this the spirit has departed now because someone felt the need to talk in the middle of God speaking in the atmosphere mm. so a lot of talking could be a distraction 100 mm-hmm. percent yeah or miss notes or uh could be yeah uh, a distraction yeah um could dress be a distraction and is that just very subjective? Why are you trying to get me in trouble? On this? I'm just saying, you know what? But, you know, because, you know, you got hundreds of people that are sitting there looking up and, you know, yep. dress is very subjective. So it is very subjective. Everybody's not in black robes, although that was probably the reasons why they wore robes mm-hmm. uh, for choirs. And I know for preachers and even for judges, it's to cover up so that there's not distraction. But that's not necessarily the individuality piece that. Uh, many musicians yeah. have either, right? Well, another uh, reason for robes, it, it it is actually depicted in the Word of God when they talked about um, the Levites wearing linen ephods. Yeah. Um, they were all, the thing that was happening on the outer part of them, like literally they were all wearing the same thing, was a manifestation of the unity that was happening among them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times because it might be actually a flesh thing, and I might be getting a little churchy here, might be a flesh thing that you are trying to let people see what you have on the outer because you're not unified with the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why we try to wear the same thing so that we're unified, not to to the point where we're getting weird, but to the point where it's literally not about what's going on on the outward. We want you to focus on God. My agenda at the end of the day is for people to see God. At the end of the day. So then what do you do with the dress thing when you say we want people to wear the same thing? What do you mean? For those who've never been to our church, but as a worship Hmm. leader, what do you do? Do y'all coordinate colors or do y'all? Yeah. What do y'all do? How do y'all talk about this? Well, it's funny. In in a multicultural setting, that can mean so many different things. Right. Okay. So, um, you know, what a person might wear, someone might think that it is actually inappropriate when in their culture it is not inappropriate at all. At all. So right. in a multicultural setting, what do you do in right. that? Like at right. the end of the day. Sneakers, ball caps, yeah. uh, uh, high heels, you know, uh, women wearing pants or, or mm. women wearing dresses, men wearing suits or men wearing t-shirts. I mean, right. that's all, a lot of that's cultural, isn't it? 100%. If you go to some of these California churches out here where they cater to surfers, wearing a tank top is not a thing. Right. And, and sandals. Yeah. And sandals is not a thing. So what do you do? You have to be appropriate for the house that you're in. Interesting. That's, now, that's a good word. Say that again. You have to be appropriate for the house that you're in. Mm, yeah, that's good. Hey, well, listen, we got just a couple minutes left. We're talking about praise and worship. If you just joined us, the theology of praise and worship, we asked uh, Minister Ronald Green, the worship arts director at Bridgeway Community Church, uh, what's the difference between praise and and worship. And and he said, basically, intimacy is the difference there. We've talked about um, so many uh, different aspects of 
how worship breaks down uh, the fallow ground so that the seed of the word can go in. Talked about the relationship between the worship director uh, and the pastor. We talked about dress. Uh, we talked about the mood or the atmosphere that music can actually play. Even one of our callers, Richard, talked about feeling like he was at home uh, yeah. when he got connected to the music, when he walked through the door. So uh, there's a lot of subjectivity, but what's not subjective is who you are worshiping and lifting right. up. We'll be right back. Yeah. Great unknown, feet may Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. You're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Hey, it's Amanda, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A nugget trays is that they're so easy for the holidays. They're warm and flavorful. It's always the crowd pleaser. When I put down a nugget tray, everyone is happy. Hey, this is Brian, and the little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A nugget trays is the joy that it brings to me and everybody around me during the holidays. They're warm, juicy, and delicious. Cater the holidays with Chick-fil-A today, available on the Chick-fil-A app. Real guests paid for their testimonials. As a parent, nothing is more important than your child's well-being. So ask your doctor about your baby's growth and physical, emotional, and social development. From baby steps and babbling to building blocks and smiles, be the champion for your child's health. To learn more, visit vdhchampionchild.com. vdhchampionchild.com. Angels seem to be, in some special way, particularly geared to give instructions. And you know what? That's at the very core of who they are as individuals. Because what does the word angel mean? At its very basic core meaning is the word messenger. Dr. David Jeremiah continues his series, Angels, Who They Are and How They Help, next time on Turning Point. Weekdays at 3.30 a.m., 10 a.m., and 9 p.m. on WAVA. When his wife became pregnant with their fourth child, Greg panicked. But a focus on the family counselor put everything into perspective. He said, the first thing you need to realize is kids are a blessing. They're always a blessing. That they're gifts from God. And the second thing he said was, kids value relationships, not stuff. I'm Jim Daly. Let's give more families hope. Any gift you send will be doubled at focusonthefamily.com slash family. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Yeah. 
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Minister Ronald Green, hanging out with me uh, in the studio today. We, on this Theological Thursday, have been talking about uh, the difference between praise and worship. And uh, Minister Ronald Green is the Worship Arts Director at Bridgeway Community Church. And Ronald, it's been a really great conversation talking about praise and worship. Dr. Anderson, thank you so much for inviting me on this show. Um, It's been a blast. It's not my first time. Hopefully it won't be my last. Not at all. In (laughs) fact, we need your voice, uh, you know, not only on Sundays where you are uh, leading worship, but we need your voice in the earth for what you bring uh, to those of us who are trying to follow Mm. Christ. So thank you for, uh, for lending all the gifts and the skills that you have uh, for the Hmm. work of the Lord and not just for your own uh, agenda, your own gain. And uh, I think many people would agree with me that you are a gift and uh, and a blessing to the kingdom of God. So thank thank you, you, sir. Thank you. What final word of encouragement might you have uh, for our listeners as they may be driving throughout the nation's capital or listening or watching? Hmm. And uh, just that word of encouragement from a praise and a worship leader. There may be a praise and worship leader out there that needs a word of encouragement. There may be a minister, a pastor, or just a normal everyday uh, worshiper who uh, goes into the government uh, office to work eight hours, and then they come out and they turn on the radio, and they're hearing about praise and worship. What's one thing that God has given you that might be an encouragement today? It's, uh, It's so funny. I did have something in store, but you actually said something that needs to be said again. God needs your voice. At the end of the day, worship, praise is all about a sound going up to God. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times, because the enemy knows the power that is within our sound, he tries to shut us up. Mm -hmm. And I want to speak literally to that person right now who's driving or who's sitting down or who's standing up. I want to speak to you and say, stop being silent. God and wants to hear your voice. And more than that, the atmosphere needs your voice. Mm. So don't be silent. The atmosphere needs your voice. Don't shut up. Please lift up your praise to God. Lift up your voice to God because the atmosphere is hungry for it. And assembling uh, believers together, there's a sound there Mm. that probably makes heaven smile don't you think 100 percent, 100 percent. i i when we get the people of god together every nation every tribe it does a number of things it lifts up praises to god but it also is a witness to the people outside well uh, i actually spoke about this not too long ago uh, when we talk about the experience in the upper room uh, in acts chapter 2 Uh, It did a couple of things. It was lifting up praises to God. But as they were praising God in that room, the people on the outside could hear and say, I could recognize this in my own tongue. Mm -hmm. The reason why you need to actually proclaim God's goodness and his mercy is because there is somebody on the outside that actually you speak their language. So they need to hear you. Mm. Well, we need to hear you, and we're grateful that God uses you uh, in our life and in our ministry. Mm. May the Lord be with you and continue to have favor upon you, my brother. Praise God. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we even have the 
charge mm. to be able to worship you and praise you and lift up your name. Help us to do it better. Help yes, us to Lord. do it more intimately and help us to make heaven smile by our thanksgiving and our worship to you. Yes. Lord. All this we pray in the name of Jesus. Yes, amen. Amen. And amen. Father.